When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast 2021. The Indian Premier League 14th edition. It's great to have you with us. From the first match all the way to the final. Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals, Kolkata Knight Riders, Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the IPL 2021 Daily Podcast. I'm James Butler, the Cricket Badger, and joined tonight by Harry and by Naman to talk about Punjab Kings' win over RCB. A pretty emphatic win in the end for the uh, Kings today. They got home won by 34 runs. And Naman, that was um, always said in the past about RCB. You never quite know what RCB you're going to get. They've been really good at the start of this tournament, but maybe we're starting to see the good and the bad of RCB again. Yes, sir. Lot of topsing and turning, and they are already doing well. Uh, why to like they already were favoring Sundar so far, and with the uh, Gale out there, uh, a brutal left hander, uh, why would you make someone like uh, Sundar sit out? And uh, Kohli being opening the batsman, opening the innings, and showing that the good batsmen need more deliveries, then why not uh, also promote Maxwell and ABD? Like already the power play overs were wasted, and it's like they are following a template, and there is no brainstorming over there, they are just keeping on doing that things yes they are getting success at that but sometimes you have to see opposition and work accordingly because Daniel Sam is also a good death bowler they should have used him because Harshal Patel to be honest is getting too much predictable you also saw that saw that day what Jadeja did to him so overall Kohli needs to be more smarter and uh, to be honest I'm not happy with him opening the innings uh, there are other good batsmen out there him and uh, Maxwell and EBD all these three batsmen needs to handle uh, those may uh, middle order because uh, that is where they are struggling uh, every time ABD is not going to come and save you so uh, let the someone like Sundar or uh, they also promoted Shabazz Nadim uh, earlier uh, sorry Nadim uh, Ahmed earlier uh, they promoted Sundar earlier now they are going with Patidar so they have too many topsing and turnings they just need to do their basics right otherwise they are performing well and uh, they should have batted well because Punjab as a team was not in great form so they know they, how this wicket is so putting total on the board and putting pressure on uh, Punjab should have been the key but uh, overall yes a fantastic win uh, beating RCB by 34 runs is a huge achievement for Punjab Harry Harpreet Bra, um, terrific performance from him tonight. 25 off 17 with a bat, which is his kind of lesser skill. And then he took three wickets as well. And they were the big three. He got rid of Virat Kohli, he got rid of Glenn Maxwell, and he got rid of A.B. de Villiers. He's going to remember tonight for a while. 
definitely james to be honest he broke the batting lineup of rcb the trio you were speaking about uh, if you remember he was on a hat trick at one point of time both the bold both the bold balls to maxwell and kohli they were he literally outfoxed both very good batsmen so kohli is always known as a good batsman of spin so is maxwell in the past few years uh, it takes a great skill to uh, you know outclass such batsmen and uh, you know he didn't try dif- uh, nothing much so as always slow left arm bowlers don't have much tricks uh, they rely on their line and length and accuracy and he did the same so i would i would say jadeja's performance not much tricks but just pure line and length and control and also you saw him smacking few at the end so Uh, I think he's a better seven than you, you say Zai Richardson who played for the first few matches. He can come and slog some sixes and fours. So it was a it was a very good day for him. So I remember last season he had one match. If I'm not wrong against CSK, he didn't do much. But if it, if uh, Punjab continue to keep their trust on him and give opportunities, I think he'll come good for them. Nicholas Poor and Naman isn't having the best of IPLs, is he? Go through his series so far. He scored 0-0-9-0, did not bat 19, and then 0 again today. So four ducks in six innings in IPL 2021. He's one of Punjab Kings' star players. overseas players and he's just not he's doing a Glenn Maxwell isn't he yes uh, James uh, yes and uh, good to see they are backing him as well because he has done outstandingly well in last two years and he's one of the most premier batsmen for West Indies as well so before picking uh, Malan and going for other overseas batsmen they just need to uh, they are just making sure that they are giving him enough opportunities for a player like Puran for make after then uh, make him sit outside so overall I feel he has been given enough opportunities maybe one or two games uh, he might sit out and uh, just reflect on what he has done till now and then maybe likes of Malan uh, can come in and uh, see how he is going uh, with this uh, IPL. KL Rahul Harry um, he keeps just doing it doesn't he keeps scoring runs we get a lot of chat on this podcast about how big his strike rate is at times but that 91 not out for him today set the tone for Punjab Kings and managed to get them up to a decent score in the end. Uh, definitely James not only in our podcast I, have, I quite regularly listen to a few podcasts and yeah there has been mistake on his side but he has been getting too much flack so I mean yet again he proved today that he can you know bad well with a good strike rate so today also until he scored 30 runs he was like somewhere around 100 110 and i think there was that one over where he picked up a quite a few boundaries and then went to 50 of 35 balls and the way he finished like the last over of harshal patel was very good i think if he if he like tries to i mean he has the ability just that he has to trust his uh, other batsmen uh, a little more and also they like strengthen the batting lineup by bringing in hartpreet so i think he needs to play uh, every game as he did today and then he'll be very good blackratcricket.co.uk you've probably spent lockdown dreaming about scoring runs and taking wickets but let blackrat cricket kick you out and take you towards success blackratcricket.co.uk they've got a swanky new website and if you quote badger when you check out you can get yourself 15% off blackratcricket.co.uk join the infestation Naman Harshal Patel, leading wicket-taker in the tournament, obviously had a very good start with five wickets in the first game against the Mumbai Indians. Get the impression with Harshal that he maybe hasn't got a massive variety of weapons and batsmen are starting to get used to him a little bit. Yes, a lot. And this is going to happen in a tournament like this. You will see. You see the same with the leg spinners also, uh, likes of Rashid Khan also. Uh, so you have to keep on working on yourself and that uh, those 37 runs with Jadeja took uh, took. 
him all over the parks all over the ground so that would have definitely hurt him so that was a huge lesson for him for me coming up with too many varieties and also like uh, as i mentioned earlier like they need they have so many bowlers out there with so many varieties uh, like siraj is doing brilliantly at that there it's not that he is going for plenty so sometimes they you need to use your resources accordingly see your opposition you just cannot keep your every time two overs because the batting team is already ready they know that the last two overs is going to be bowled by arshel and and in tournaments a huge tournament like this they so, see so many videos and read his hands and they know what is coming and he was just Uh, Rahul, before uh, Harshal delivering the delivery, he was showing his all three stumps, and he was scooping him uh, right behind the fine leg so easily. So uh, they need to come up with more smarter things and just not follow a simple template which keeps going and on and on. Because these are just fifteen to twenty runs. Just imagine when he'll face Russells and uh, Pollards at the end of the business, and uh, they need more smarter things during that time. Yeah, it looks like he's there for the taking at the moment. He's going to pick up wickets, but I, I looked through his wickets uh, that he's taken in this tournament. And apart from that five for 27, all but one of them have been caught. And I think that just gives you an indication that he's not necessarily that penetrative and batsmen are trying to take him down. And every now and again, they're getting caught doing so. But I don't necessarily think it's all of those wickets have been down to uh, Harshal Patel's skill. Um, I thought, Harry, that match was won and lost. I mean, we've talked about KL Rahul's 91. Obviously, um, the bowling performance of Harper is... Uh, key as well I thought uh, when Bishnoi and uh, and Harpreet linked up there and they started to really stifle um, Virat Kohli and uh, Patidar didn't they? they they just couldn't get them away and the run rate started to climb and it was when the spinners came on they they really kind of turned the screw as typical as it is James we say bring on the spinners in tandem and they cut the flow of runs and eventually get you the victory so in a, in a chase of this score strike rate of just above 100 from both Kohli and Patidar is not going to help also uh, people are always speaking about the top four that is Devadat Patikal Kohli ABD and Maxwell doing it for RCB I thought today was a very good chance for Patidar to prove his worth so if he had played a good innings and somehow taken his team over the line he would have cemented that spot right now so I think he is also to be equally blamed we just can't spe- be speaking about the other four guys uh, and also as Anamun was suggesting earlier I think they have to settle down for a proper I mean a regular number three just they just can't keep shifting around so uh, the, as you said 100 strike rate I mean, I don't know how it will help you in a T20 game. I, I thought with Patidar, Harry, that he he's, he obviously can play, but he just seemed to be trying to, he got frustrated and he was trying to hit it too hard. And we all know, I mean, everybody that's ever played cricket, it's like when you play golf, it's like every sort of um, bat and ball sport. When you're trying to hit it too hard and you're not quite in top form, that's when your timing goes and you look absolutely ugly. Um, your best shots are the ones you hardly give any effort to and you time beautifully. And Patidar was a long way from that. Definitely, James. He was not finding any time or fluency today. And also, the, his partners at the other end didn't help. So, if you have such a batsman, but you have a very good partner who is playing in a good flow, I think it will help the batsman in case to get... I mean, he can take his own time. He can, like, run for some singles and try to get his rhythm back. So, uh, also, the absence of partners also hurt him. But uh, at, the, at this IPL stage, I think he has to learn that he can't just slog his way out. Uh, I think he should uh, grab more opportunities because... As we know, IPL, you'll get only a few, you'll get only a few opportunities here and there, and how to make a mark. So un- until now, I don't. Uh, Rajat Patidar hasn't made a mark on the RCB management. So I think he should make it. A, he should make a good innings in the 
coming two three matches or else he, he stands a risk of losing his place. Patadar, 31 from 30 today, only hit three boundaries. And the two bowlers we were talking about, Ravi Bishnoi, two for 17 from his four. And Harpreet Bra, what a game for him. Three for 19 from his four, including, as we said, the wickets of Virat Kohli, Glenn Maxwell and A.B. de Villiers. You don't get three much bigger names than that in the current T20 world of cricket. Right at the end there, Naman, we saw something quite ugly. They were obviously hitting out. Carl Jamieson and Tarshal Patel got in and were just trying to hit boundaries. Poor old Riley Meredith running in, got absolutely belted by a ball hit back straight by Carl Jamieson. On the inside of the knee, it looked like to me. He limped off, he was smiling, so hopefully he's going to be okay. But it again just underlines how dangerous it is to be a bowler in T20 cricket and an umpire. We saw earlier on a ball hit straight back, the umpire only just got out of the way. Does cricket need to start looking at that in terms of protecting the bowler? And if so, how can you do it? <laughs> yes, that was indeed uh, pretty ugly. But uh, uh, with all those loggers in the end, uh, likes of uh, Kyle Jamieson, six feet, eight inches out there. And, uh, it's like uh, no room for error. Also, you just cannot end up bowling those length deliveries. But uh, uh, in cricket... Uh, to be honest, what else protection uh, will you be able to give to bowlers over there? It's just like, that is why uh, death bowling is not uh, that easy. Uh, likes of Bumrah and Bolt uh, and uh, everyone from uh, England as well, Mark Wood, they have uh, like um, Jofra Archers and all have worked so much on this kind of uh, innings, what we, uh, they put shoes over there and they practice so much. Uh, that is why they said that Yorker deliveries are the one, the go-to deliveries at the end uh, in the death over. So, uh, yes, that was a poor delivery and Jamieson ended up smacking his knees which was uh, looking pretty ugly so uh, it's like no room for error I don't think so anything related to protection can be done out there but uh, yes uh, he needs to be more fuller uh, length uh, nothing else can be done I suppose in that thing. Did you see anything that can be done to protect the bowlers and, and the umpires a little bit more because they are rather vulnerable the bowlers when they're on, obviously in the follow through have little control about the direction they're going in um, Harry and uh, yeah there's a potential, isn't there, that if we don't actually do something now, in three months' time, in a year's time, in two years' time, someone is going to end up getting hit on the side of the head and die as a result of a ball being hit back harder. You know, isn't it better to try something now rather than wait until it's too late? Definitely, James. If you remember, the tour game in Australia, Cam Green also kind of faced the same risk when like Umrah played him straight and he like the ball went through his hands and hit his head. Luckily, anything didn't happen to him and played the whole tour. But uh, at that uh, at that point of time, it looked very ugly. I mean, when we come to umpires, I, I think we have seen some umpires wear uh, helmets and even I think it was Bruce Oxenford who has to have a shield type of thing to stop the ball. But when we come to bowlers, uh, if they have some kind of protective equipment, that I think it is going to increase their weight and it will cause difficulties during bowling. So, uh, I don't think that is uh, going to happen in the near future. But as you say, if someone gets injured, I mean, if we have come along, we have had a long development. So, probably down the line in five years, probably bowlers will have to carry that extra weight around. Yeah, I remember when Luke Fletcher in the T20 Blast in England got hit on the head. He missed the rest of the season. Uh, I was commentating with him later on that season and you know, fortunately he was okay. But it... Uh, uh, th- there was some concern for quite a few moments on the pitch that day whether he was going to be okay or not and I don't want it, cricket to wait until we get a Phil Hughes moment with the bowler before we actually do something about this I think um, it, it, lightweight fibreglass however it's done 
Um, they need to find some way to make sure that bowlers aren't ended, ended victim of a, a powerfully hit drive back into the side of their temples because that would be rather nasty and rather messy. Back to happier things for Punjab Kings. Their win today and their third of this IPL takes them to six points. It moves them up to fifth place in the table. RCB on 10 points remain level top. Um, CSK have a game in hand now on DC and RCB on 10 points there. And CSK play Mumbai Indians tomorrow. We'll talk about that in just a second but a good game today I think for uh, Punjab Kings that'll fill them with a lot of confidence moving forward in this IPL Who knows wins? Put your money where your mates are Download the app now from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store Our thanks to Who Knows Wins for their support of these Cricket Badger Podcast IPL dailies. Download the app on whatever app platform that you used to download your apps. Who Knows Wins? It's a prediction competition. If you join the Cricket Badger Leagues every day, you basically make predictions on various elements of the IPL game coming up that day. You get points for your successful predictions. And at the end of the day, basically those points are added up and you see if you're a winner or not and see if you've maybe scooped the prize pot from that day's play. Who Knows Wins? Download it now. Who Knows Wins? Put your money where your mates are. There's over 25,000 players and over £1 million already won. The biggest community pot was £31,000 and there's over 12,000 leagues created. Download our free app and play against your friends and family with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who Knows Wins? In a different league. Let's have a look ahead then to Mumbai Indians against CSK tomorrow. And this Naman is two of the big boys, isn't it, really, in terms of the IPL, two of the big cities in India. This is uh, the two most successful sides in the history of the competition coming back head to head again in this tournament. We're starting to see the Mumbai Indians come alive a little bit in this competition. They're on six points from the six games they've played. CSK sitting top of the table are on 10 points from the six games they've played. This is going to be a a real um, litmus test at this stage, isn't it, in terms of how these teams are doing. CSK obviously going great guns at the top. Mumbai Indians, as I say, um, won their last game and started to look a bit more like the Mumbai Indians that we know as champions. How do you see this one going, Nama? My gut feeling says that this is going to be the match of the tournament so far. We have witnessed not that many last over matches and yes, this week has been one-sided, but but these two heavy franchises in the whole IPL uh, career and uh, both are strong and the kind of uh, wicket Delhi has produced so far, all are surprised that the wicket is not slow, so it is going to be a high-scoring match and uh, the kind of uh, stars uh, these two teams are having and uh, yet we are not seen likes of Pandyas and Polards and also from the CSK's ends, we have not seen the MSDs and all the sloggers coming in and joining the party. So I feel this is going to be a belter of a match and I wouldn't be surprised if this is uh, going to be the best match of the tournament. I'll, I am not, uh, yes, I am supporting CSK, but still I'm going 50-50 for this match. Uh, oh, wow. That, 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 that's a major statement from you, Naman, because you back CSK <laughs> against anybody. Um, Harry, how do you see this one going tomorrow? I mean, as Naman said, it's a mouth-watering clash, isn't it? Definitely, James. These two franchises always com- keep competing with each other. This is, you know, always through the years, this match has been built up as the El Clasico of the IPL, if you'd say. Always the broadcasters tend to do that. So, in the last two years, if you take... Is, 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 there, all- is there not an Indian phrase for El Clasico? Uh, I don't think so, James. I'm not a, <laughs> I don't follow. Uh, what I was trying to say was, in the last two years, Mumbai have always had the Uto over CSK, uh, sadly. So, I mean, but... 
if you consider performance of this year alone chennai have chennai have been in the groove except for the first match lost to delhi mumbai have come back uh, from their losses in the last games Now, now, what is Hindi or whatever um, language uh, for for the classic game or something like that? Because that's what El Clasico means, isn't it? There must be it. There must be a an Indian variation of that. Uh, I am not aware of any terms like that uh, because it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, this is like I'm the school teacher giving you to a test and you're failing badly. Correct, correct. It's like old. Uh, we use the same, not classico exactly, but it's like uh, Ashes coming in, India Pakistan coming in. So old rivalry, we can say, uh, who have produced the uh, best matches in the cricket uh, fraternity. So it's like uh, Mumbai Indians and uh, you can say uh, CSK, the bo- bo- best franchises of the IPL tournament so far. So yes, uh, this is going to be uh, like an old wine, old classic. Uh, you have correctly mentioned. Other than that, I am not uh, aware of any terms <laughs> which we use. In India, I speak not a word of any Indian language, Naman. But I, I, I love it when the TV coverage are interviewing a an Indian player whose English isn't very good, and you got Harsha or somebody giving the questions out, and uh, the Indian player speaking words that I don't understand. There's like sentences after sentence, and then all of a sudden you'll hear A B de Villiers. Or touch and go, or tight. Uh, we're in a tight corner, or something like. There'll be a, an English phrase suddenly come in the middle of a sentence because there's certain Indian words that, or certain certain words that there aren't any Indian comparisons for, aren't there? Yes, very much. So it's not like uh, our first language, but uh, end of the day, uh, it depends on uh, most of the cricketers are aware about speaking uh, uh, this language. But it also depends on where do they come from and how much studies they have done in their hometown and uh, how quickly they have joined the cricket and uh, not only India overall from all the Asian countries, even Sri Lanka, Pakistan uh, are, are not aware and not so fluent in speaking English. But overall, if you We'll see Kohli's and Rohit Sharma's and MSDs and all uh, like they with time they do end up learning. Even Sachin Tendulkar when he joined cricket he was not that fluent, the master of the game. But with time, yes, they end up learning and they get best at it. Yeah, I I, I love a good Indian interview. I can you, kind of as an Englishman, I'm watching it and I'm thinking just every now and again I can just pick up what they're talking about and <laughs> uh, and try and work it out somehow. Um, let's get back to this game, the Mumbai Indians against CSK. I mean, it's, it's a big one this one, Harry, for Mumbai Indians. Isn't it? I mean, they got back to winning ways. We, we kind of got used to Mumbai Indians getting off to a slow start in tournaments and gradually going through the gears and ending up winning them. Um, and this is starting to get into their more of their comfort zone area where they start to play better cricket. But to take down CSK and then to move up more with the top end of the table would be a big win for Mumbai. Definitely, James. So this is that point of the time when Mumbai start winning everything. So that's why I'm slightly concerned. But uh, I think they'll have to get everything perfect to win the CSK team. I'm not like fully convinced with their team selection. I think Ishan deserves a place. So I'm also not too sure about Jayanti Adav's selection. So I think they have to get their 11 right, and I don't think this is their best 11. If at all, if if they give 100% in all in all facets of the game and win CSK, I think they are going for the playoffs. So I'll make that bold statement. If they win tomorrow, I think uh, they'll be in the final side. Right then, give me the uh, give me the winner. Then I mean, this this means nothing, listeners, because we've been absolutely terrible with our predictions. I think all three of us on yesterday's podcast predicted RCB would win today's game, and obviously they didn't. So uh, take this with a pinch of salt. But Naman, who do you think is going to win tomorrow? I was at news, but now I'll go with advantage CSK. But still, I'm not that confident uh, for the first time, to be honest. So it's fifty-fifty for me. It's going to be. I especially personally want this match to go till the last over uh, because so far the matches have been. 
kind of boring one side uh, affairs uh, so i want these two best teams of ipl franchise to produce a best match of the tournament tomorrow we'll go into a third super over just for naman tomorrow then um <laughs> harry how do you see this one who's going to win it you know what james i'm going to reverse jinx it today i'm going to give it to mi because uh, if you i mean you were saying in the group today that all three of you went for rcb yesterday so i'm going to use the reverse jinx method and give it to mi today tomorrow well, i'm going to go exactly with you then some of my indians fans so i'm going to say csk so there we go. <laughs> that means that Mumbai Indians will win. So uh, I'll get my wish. And uh, I mean, I think it would be actually quite good for the tournament if Mumbai Indians took down CSK tomorrow. It just kind of makes that top end of the table even closer as we go through the rest of this uh, first half of the uh, the group stage. Um, we're going to have a fairly short podcast today. We're going to have a fairly short podcast tomorrow. Um, we're off social media at the moment on Cricket Badger because we're supporting the uh, boycott of social media in the UK, um, which is basically about online abuse and racism online and um, professional sportsmen, if that's anybody getting a uh, kind of bad comments and abusive comments online and that relates to uh, footballers, cricketers, whoever. Joffrey Archer suffered from that in the past. So there's a whole load of broadcast media, cricketers, cricket teams, football teams that have taken themselves off social media over this weekend. Cricket Badge is exactly the same. So if you want to stay tuned to the Cricket Badger podcast, then subscribe or whatever podcast pl- pl- podcast platform you listen. Have a look on the Twitter feed on the top of the uh, Twitter bio there is the link to the podcast as well. You know where to find it. You know where you're listening to it now. So just uh, keep listening on this platform every single day as we go through this weekend. And we'll be back on social media again on Tuesday. We're also on Sunday going to be doing a, a slightly longer podcast. Um, Captain Tom, who I'm sure people in India and people around the world uh, heard about um, last year when COVID was st- quite bad in England. He did 100 laps of his garden as a nearly 100-year-old. He obviously then had his 100th birthday and then sadly died fairly recently. But his family are doing a bit of a kind of charity thing this weekend. It's called the Captain Tom 100, where um, you basically people in the UK and beyond are being asked, encouraged to do 100 things for charity of your choice. So on the podcast on Sunday, we're going to do a podcast of 100 questions. So I'm going to Chuck out the questions to the various fan badges and potentially a couple of special guests as well. And we're going to going to be raising money for Children in Need Institute in India because obviously a load of charities out there at the moment trying to raise oxygen and quite rightly for the COVID struggle that uh, we're seeing on our screens in England and obviously you're experiencing over there in India. And uh, good luck with that and stay safe with that as well. Our thoughts are with you. Certainly for me, sitting in the UK, very much uh, Uh, A fan of Indian cricket, a fan of Indian people, and a fan of uh, keeping you safe over the next few weeks as well. But obviously, once COVID's died down and everything gets back to normal, there are going to be a lot of families hit by the coronavirus and uh, potentially um, people will have lost parents and people will be struggling. So I think the Children in Need charity over there is a good one for kind of rebuilding India a little bit after COVID. So um, a few of us are going to be getting together on Sunday to do that 100 questions. And it's going to be on Indian cricket. It's going to be on the IPL. It's going to be on cricket in general. But we'll go through those 100 questions and encourage you to uh, donate, if you can, to the uh, Children in Need appeal. I'll give uh, There's a link which I've stuck on the Cricket Badger Twitter feed. It's still there, just underneath the uh, stuff about the uh, social media boycott. So have a look at that. Follow that link to donate. And we'll also give out the links, obviously, on Sunday during that podcast too. So stay tuned. All of that to come as we go through the next few days. And obviously, we'll be back every single day throughout the rest of this IPL, all the way through to the final on the 30th of May. Harry and Naman, thank you, as always, for joining me. I've been James the Cricket Badger, and we'll be back after that terrific game. Hopefully, it's a terrific game between Chennai and Mumbai tomorrow. See you then. 
brought to you in association with who knows wins put your money where your mates are and play along with the cricket badger thanks for listening we'll be back every day throughout ipl 14 have your say on twitter on at cricket underscore badger we'll see you again tomorrow Podcast Network.